0: Hello, 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 friends, and welcome to the On Winnipeg Jets podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow my personal Twitter at local and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. As always, if you enjoy this episode and want to stay tuned for the latest and greatest in Winnipeg Jets news and analysis, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, and the Odyssey app. Doing so doesn't cost you a single cent and ensures you never miss another episode. This episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts a car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. On tonight's episode, we are going to be picking up where we left off on last night's episode. If you missed that, we covered a couple of different things, including how I think the Jets are going to have to approach Edmonton in their series, as well as previewing a few other playoff series, including Boston versus Washington, Toronto versus Montreal, and then a few thoughts about Pittsburgh versus the Islanders. There are, of course, plenty of other playoff series to talk about, so let's get into it. This year, the Stanley Cup win is most likely to emerge out of the Honda West division. This is probably one of the strongest divisions in the NHL and certainly one that I think breeds a lot of very interesting rivalries and we have some of the strongest teams around in this division all clustered at the top. My two front runners for the Stanley Cup this year are both Colorado and Vegas, which of course is not super shocking. They're basically neck and neck in first and second place. Colorado, I believe, has a game in hand on uh, Vegas, currently down one nothing in said game, so they are likely to remain in second place for the time being. But this division, man, it's just really stacked. And so your first matchup that you have is Vegas versus St. Louis. The Blues are frankly in for a world of hurt. This team this year hasn't been all that special. In a lot of ways, their record looks very similar to what Winnipeg is dealing with right now. This team is very mediocre. I think that they have, you know, occasionally good signs of some really strong offensive pushes and some pretty decent defenders, but... Overall, I think they would have to have somebody like Jordan Binnington to steal a series for them against someone like Vegas because I don't really see them at even strength and on the power play really matching the the sheer offensive output that the Knights are capable of. Vegas plays an incredibly high-tempo, high-stakes game that I think often puts a lot of pressure on defenders for the opposing team to be perfect and not make a single mistake. Yeah, the Knights are likely to concede a few goals here and there. To be honest, at times their goaltending and defending has been a tiny bit shaky in previous years. This year, though, they're really well-rounded, really complete. Marc-Andre Fleury has been very good. I think Robin Lerner, as the backup, is certainly doing well enough. It's hard to find many weaknesses with this team because they're just so offensively prolific, and generally speaking, I don't think they give you all that many opportunities to score against them. They have one of the best records in the entire NHL, and I have a feeling that, to be honest, this is their season. This is the year that they hoist the cup, only a few years into their existence. This squad is as close to perfect as it gets. Perfect being very relative when it comes to the NHL, because every team, due to parity and and the salary cap structure, certainly has some sort of a flaw, right? So... I have to say that it's not perfect in the way that we usually talk about this, but in terms of a team that I, I really want to face the least amount, it's got to be it's got to be Vegas. I really don't see a route for the Blues here other than just sort of getting very fortunate or Vegas having a crazy collapse. Uh, the Blues actually have a negative goal differential this season, and when you look at their record, it's not super impressive. Their away splits seem to be stronger for some reason. Their home splits not so great. Reminds me very much of Winnipeg. I think they're a better team than the Jets are, but I don't know by how much. It's going to be very interesting to see how their their roster handles uh, essentially a really fast forecheck, really fast counters, very good verticals. Um, That roster is definitely aging for the Blues a bit, and I, I think that the Knights are probably, for me, the best overall team in the NHL. They've been doing it for a couple of seasons now, and it seems to be pretty sustainable. Their style of hockey and the way that they build their rosters, it's just a lethal monster of depth and skill, so... Overall, I don't think the Blues are going to have much of a shot. I would expect them to be out in 5-6 to games. I don't think it'll be a sweep. It'd be very difficult for the Knights to pull that off, but I do think it's going to be hard for the Blues to win, especially on the road. Vegas' home splits are 21-5-2 this year, which is just freaking sensational, man. You really can't beat a team that's that's playing that well at home. The Knights also have a really good road split, so it's not like they're going to be daunted by going into St. Louis, and, you know, the stands are going to be empty for the postseason for the most part, so I don't really imagine that, like, fan noise and crowd atmosphere is really going to be playing much of a role. Honestly, I really feel like Vegas is the team to beat this season, and I do think that they are the eventual Stanley Cup winners, but They do have an extremely close rival in the Colorado Avalanche, though, and the Avs are going to be facing Minnesota in round one, which I imagine is going to be a pretty close series relative to, like, Vegas versus the Blues. I think the Wild are still in trouble. I don't think that their defensive record and goal-scoring ability is going to be able to come anywhere near what the Avs are going to be capable of, especially with uh, Colorado's waves of really good active defenders who create offense uh, you know, on top of their really skilled, amazing top six forwards. So Cam Talbot and net is going to have to be stupendous. The Wild are basically going to have to hope that they can try and limit the amount of really high danger chances that they concede. I really think Colorado is another team to beat. They're basically on the level of Vegas, pretty close. In fact, I think you could probably change either of these teams as your Stanley Cup champion predictions, and I don't really think either would be wrong. So these two teams... They're just a menace, and I really feel like Minnesota and the Blues are probably counting their their luck that they have somehow managed to get into this division with two of the best teams. Counting their fortunes being sarcastic, of course. They really wish they would have been playing literally anyone else, so it's going to be a very tough road for the Wild and the Blues. There is a chance for an upset for the Wild, maybe, but I have a feeling like this bitter blood feud that these two teams have over many years... I have a feeling Colorado is going to be the superior squad, and it's not going to be close. This is a year in which the Avs are looking to just eliminate every single team that they come across. Vegas is the only team in this division that I think they're really afraid of. And generally speaking, I think the series between these two teams has been pretty even, so... Minnesota, St. Louis, sorry you guys are probably done. Good luck next year. We'll be seeing those squads real soon in the Central Division once the uh, normal Central is restored. The Honda West isn't the only really stacked division though. In just a moment we're going to peek at the Discover Central Division which is frankly one of the crazier ones out there. Before then though I wanted to tell you a little bit about Wealthfront and why they can help you make sense of the really crazy world of investing. Stonks, memes, rocket ships, going to the moon. Day trading can be a ton of fun but if all of that sounds really foreign to you, you need to set up a Wealthfront investment account right now. Wealthfront can help you grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon. Investing can be super complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. There's no manual trading, no picking stocks, no anxiously watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over twenty billion dollars of assets, and you can get your first five thousand dollars managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL. All you need is five hundred dollars to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way, and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first five thousand dollars managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL. That's W E A L T H F R O N T.com slash locked on NHL to start growing your savings. Again, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL and get started today. Hello friends and welcome back to the Locked on Winnipeg Jets podcast. We are thinking about some playoff matchups because the NHL postseason is right around the corner. While some of the Canadian teams won't quite be finished yet, the rest of the NHL will have most of its season resolved and the playoffs actually begin this weekend I believe. Strange state of affairs that, but for the Discover Central Division which we just uh, talked about the Honda West Division, a really stacked division, the Central is really not that much different. You've got some really fantastic squads here one of which is in fact the defending Stanley Cup champions in the Tampa Bay Lightning but they are no longer the strongest team in this division. They've got quite a bit of competition and the first matchup that we're actually Going to see in this series is going to be Carolina versus Nashville. Over the past several seasons, the ascendance of the Carolina Hurricanes into both stat starlings and just a really well rounded offensive team has been magnificent to watch, especially if you like finished players like, say, Sebastian Aho and the continued excellence of some of their other young stars like Andre Zvechnikov. On the back end, they have such superstars like Dougie Hamilton and Jakob Slavin, which just makes this team an incredible watch. It's hard to find any particular weaknesses with this squad. You could maybe say that the goaltending isn't exactly like world class or something, but it does more than enough to get the job done. Generally speaking, Carolina isn't want to give away too many high danger scoring chances. This is a team that knows how to score and shut opposing teams down. The Canes are built with really good depth, they can roll all four lines, and they have some really high-end scoring talent to match their playmaking skills. They also have really good defensive acumen, which is something that I think not many teams can profess to have the same level of both great offense and incredibly good defense. They are one of the front runners this year for the Stanley Cup Finals, and I would imagine that Carolina is one of my favorite candidates. I think that they could easily go. It's going to be a very interesting one, though, because their opponents in Nashville are on a very different trajectory. The Preds have kind of been stuck in this weird limbo state for several seasons now where they're kind of decent, but also not that great. I think a lot of their issue is not really having high-end goal-scoring talent. And then, of course, the goaltending in Pekka for several seasons not as good as it could be. And their defense is definitely aging out, which is something of an issue. Some of their top guys, you know, like Ryan Ellis, has been out for the season. And they also have some really aging veterans like Roman Yozzi. Yozzi is still very effective and one of the best D in the league. But I think that team understands those years aren't going to be there forever. And when they sort of lack a really high-end top six offensive talent to guide them beyond Philip Forsberg... The natural question for them then becomes how do they start to increase their goal scoring? You know, Victor Arvidsson, Forsberg, Ryan Johansson, a lot of these guys are all very good, and Forsberg is especially dominant, but they really need guys like Patrick Harper and, uh, of course, Ailey Tovanen to really pan out and become good offensive drivers for this team. Tovanen is definitely somebody who's a lot closer, and I think his pro experience overseas has definitely helped him somewhat adjust to North America, but of course, this is the first real season that we're starting to see him play at the NHL level, and really it's the first first time that he's producing on a more consistent basis, so it's good to see. I think the Preds have an intriguing state of affairs. I think that that team, for me, is very much a weak squad, mostly in comparison to a lot of higher-end contenders, but this is a team that can still put a hurting on you, especially if they have like a really hot use and Saros in goal. Saros is one of those goaltenders that just happens to have an ability to absolutely rob you continually, despite his small stature. He's got great technicals, and when he's on one, his tracking can be monstrous, his reflexive saves can be super great to watch. He's just a tough guy to beat in net, and certainly the heir apparent to uh Pecorine. The middle matchup though is the one that's probably going to catch the eyes of most folks, and that's Florida versus Tampa Bay. These two teams are going to be locked in a dead heat, I would imagine. The Panthers, for me, are the team that I feel is least likely to advance between them and Tampa Bay. I think the Lightning just know how to get through the postseason and have the offensive and defensive depth to really overcome just about anything the Panthers can throw at them. If I recall correctly, I think Florida is still without the services of Aaron Ekblad, at least for the duration of the season, but... I mean, that team still has a ton of amazing scoring talent. You know, Barkov has been good. Huberdeau is lighting it up. This is a team that has a lot of really good, talented forwards anchoring their top six and some quietly underrated depth forwards, too. Carter Verhage was plucked from the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning and has ended up becoming a really good trader for this team, funny to say, uh Of course, I'm joking a little bit, but Verhegi has definitely been an underrated gem when it comes to like depth forwards if you if you see them on Tampa Bay's roster, there's a pretty good chance that they're gonna be good for you if you sign them and Verhegi this year has just been something of a points magnet. This dude just can't seem to stop scoring in the role that he's been given, so overall, just a really impressive deep team with Florida. Now, their opponents in the the Tampa Bay Lightning are one of those squads where I feel like, for as good as the Panthers are, Tampa Bay is such a dangerous opponent. Even without Kucherov for any stretch of time during the postseason, that team being led by Hedman and Braden Point is just such a mess to contend with. And and certainly a squad that has really strong goaltending in Vasilevsky. This is probably one of Vasilevsky's best seasons in recent memory. And so, you look at their defense, which... Maybe isn't as strong as it was in previous seasons, but is still pretty darn good. You know, matched up with a really elite offense, and I feel like the, 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 the Tampa Bay Lightning are just a team that's built for a Stanley Cup championship run. I don't know if doing it last year is going to lead to some fatigue this season because of the relatively short break between the Stanley Cup playoffs and this year's start to the regular season, but they aren't playing nearly as many games, so maybe that does keep them a little bit fresher. Tampa Bay... Maybe not nearly as dominant as they were in the Atlantic Division previously, but this team is still just built for cups, man. Tampa Bay, a very scary roster under John Cooper. He's seemed to learn some tactical flexibility, especially in adjusting to opponents and how they play, so a series between them and the high-flying Panthers I think is going to be super interesting. Even though I do think the Lightning are the team that's going to emerge victorious, I would not be shocked if, in fact, The Panthers were able to win. It's going to be a very tight series, and I honestly will be tuning in to quite a few of those games when I can catch them. In just a moment, I will try and predict who I think is going to emerge out of each of these divisions as the division champion before they head on to their, I guess, external divisional matchups, which we really haven't seen much of any this year because everyone's playing the same teams over and over again. But before then, I thought you should hear about why rockauto.com should be the only place you buy your auto parts from. When it comes to automotive repairs, especially DIY stuff, or just sourcing parts in general, most of us are probably not that experienced. Even if you know what you're looking for, you might not know the best prices to pay. And if you want to stop wasting time and money, go to rockauto.com right now. They're a family-run business with over 20 years of experience in the automotive industry. Their easy-to-use, intuitive website allows you to sort by make, year, and model of your vehicle, and that's at price range filters, so you'll always get the parts that you need at the prices you want. Whether you're looking for a new engine control module or a floor mat replacement, RockAuto.com's diverse catalog is sure to have what you need in stock, and best of all, you can save anywhere from 20. dollars 30, even 50% off retail brick-and-mortar in-store pricing, so why shop anywhere else? RockAuto.com has zero membership fees, and all users always pay the same prices no matter what. When you place your order, be sure to write Lockdown in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com and tell them Lockdown sent you today. When it comes to the wild, wild west of online betting, you need to know that there's a safe, reliable name that you can trust every single time. That's why you should look no further than BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs including the MLB, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA, international soccer, and so many other fabulous sports. BetOnline is truly your one-stop shop for all your sporting needs no matter what you're looking for. Before the next pitch or face-off, head on over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up for bonuses, and enter all the contests your heart desires. Stop sitting on the sidelines and join your teams as they begin their playoff quest for glory. Win as your teams win too. To get started, register for a free account at BetOnline.ag, and when you do, be sure to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus when you make your very first deposit. Again, that's promo code Locked On at registration for a 50% matched welcome bonus when you make your very first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Start winning today. Welcome back to this episode of the Locked On Winnipeg Jets podcast. It is uh, a bit of a playoff preview run that we've been doing over the past couple of episodes, and I've talked about some of the early playoff series in round one. Now I'm going to give you some thoughts on who I think is going to emerge from each division to start the very final top four teams for the Stanley Cup chase. Out of the Honda West, I think for me it's going to be Vegas. Colorado is going to give them an extremely tight run for their money if the Avs don't get eliminated in round one. But for me, something about Vegas this year is just very special. They're the best team in just about every facet, and I think that while Colorado is probably the only team that really rivals Vegas and actually matches up pretty well against them, for some reason I just feel like this is Vegas's year for some reason. I, I can't explain it. Maybe it's just one of those hunches that usually gets proven wrong, but for some reason the Knights seem like the team to beat. I know that their record is fabulous and it makes them a very easy choice, but the way that they play, the way that they've established their style over the years... They've been waiting for the chance to really show that they're worthy of going back to the finals, and I think this is their year. Out of the Central Division, this one is probably one of the harder calls, but I'm going to have to go with Tampa Bay. I think the Lightning are going to pull it all together and put together a really good playoff run and, you know, deal with both the Panthers and Carolina. It is going to be a bit of an uphill battle because I do think fatigue is probably set in and they are dealing with some major injuries, but by the same token, this is Tampa Bay. This team's already won a cup. They know what it takes to go through the postseason without a superstar or two. They have an incredibly bright coach, and they have a roster that's got a lot of depth even when it's it's ailing from missing like a Stamkos or a Kucherov. This team is just built top to bottom to score and grind you down. Carolina and the Panthers I think are both really strong teams, but I just don't think that they're going to survive a series with the Tampa Bay Lightning, especially if it goes to Game 7. The Lightning always seem to find ways to get results, and even though they have had a couple of games recently where they don't look quite as convincing, I'm still very confident in this team. In the North Division, it's pretty much just Toronto or bust at this point. I don't really think anyone else is going to get by this team. You know, everyone else for some reason or another is just sort of middling this year. Edmonton's kind of down to two lines, and I don't think that the the Maple Leafs are going to worry too much about dealing with anyone other than McDavid on, on Oilers' roster, so I feel like Toronto is the team to beat. Montreal, also very rough this year. Winnipeg probably not making it out unless Hellebuck goes on a huge heater. Certainly, it's possible that Toronto also fumbles and really struggles in the postseason, but, you know, I just don't really see it happening this year. There are too many weaker teams below them that I don't think are going to push them enough to make it a worrying season for them once they reach the playoffs. Now, I will say that the goaltending for them is still a bit of a question mark, and if that actually goes, you know, pear-shaped... Toronto's in trouble. their Their team definitely doesn't have a clear number one in net, other than Jack Campbell, and it's not like he's a bona fide lock either. So the Maple Leafs, certainly are one of the weaker division leaders, but you know, it's certainly a team that can still hurt you. They've got really great goal scorers. It's hard to shut down Matthews, Nylander, and company. So. I wouldn't exactly write them off if they in fact win the North, but by the same token, probably not the team that I'm looking at as the next Stanley Cup winner. Out of the mass mutual East, which is often viewed as like a division of death, I really think Pittsburgh is the team to beat. You know, the Caps, the the Bruins, and the Islanders, they're all pretty good in some capacity, but... No one's really close to Pittsburgh in my opinion. The Pens just have fantastic goal scoring depth and now that they have goaltending that's actually sufficient and and enough to mask any of their defensive issues, I really feel like the Pens are just a complete team. It's hard to count out a roster that relies on guys like Malkin and Crosby but then gets secretly great contributions from players like Brian Rust. Their defense being pretty decent is certainly a nice boost and I, I don't know that anyone else in the division is as trustworthy as the Pens are. Like Washington is kind of eh, the Bruins are a little bit shaky and certainly aging, and, and the Islanders, while still pretty good under Trots, maybe not like the world's most elite team. The Islanders certainly have the ability to survive a series against the Pens if it comes down to it, but I'm not sure that they will, so... Overall, I just feel like Pittsburgh is the team to beat in that division. They've been one of the front runners for a while now. And it seems like the good Mike Sullivan that has won this team many cups before is back. So, overall, I think it's not that surprising that I would pick them for this division. They're a great team. They've shown that they have playoff caliber hockey, and I think that they're going to do it again. I'd love to know who you think is going to emerge out of these divisions. Let me know at HLLivingLickle and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets on Twitter. We'll have coverage of tomorrow night's game against the Toronto Maple Leafs as expected, so uh, stay tuned for tomorrow's episode. We'll talk about how the Jets handle the Maple Leafs with a slightly different roster than usual, but for tonight's episode, that's going to do it. Before you log off, don't forget to check out the Locked in Today podcast. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked In Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite shows. And as always, thanks for listening. Have a great night and go Jets go.